0: Are you the kind of gal who's not interested in how things used to be in the hair industry who wants to hear from ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga, and join me as I interview and learn and get curious about other hairstylists I believe are living life on their own terms, defining what success means for them, and living lives in alignment with that. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So I'm super pumped to share with you that my course, She Nets Worth, I've remade all the videos and just packed it with even more information than the course even had before. So if you are going independent, if you are independent and you're looking to take a lot of the stress, the uncertainty, and just the fatigue of day-to-day running your business without a plan... Um, if you're ready to be done with that, then I'm your girl. Head over to my website, wavemaking.com slash course and check out She Net's Worth because I created it to just demystify being independent and take all of the stress out of it so you can be present when you're at work and present when you're at home with your family. And I don't want you to miss this. But today, on to today's episode, I'm going to be talking about it's just something that came to me, you know, like most of my episodes these days that I do solo, they just come to me in, in the day. And I'm like, that's it. That's what I got to talk about. So yesterday I was getting ready for work and I was going to put on my regular jeans. I have three pairs of jeans that I wear to work. Um, they're Everlane. And after I had the baby, it was like, okay, I need to get new pants. And I thought they tell you like one day you'll just fit into your old pants. You know, that's what they tell you. And I decided yesterday might be the day. Birdie's eight months old. Seemed like a reasonable time to kind of try it off, try it again. Because last time they basically wouldn't come past my calves. And I put them on. I'm like, wow, they fit. Like, I'm back. She's back. And, um, you know, I thought that the story I would tell today would be like, you know, sometimes when you just least expect it, you end up fitting back into your old life in your old pants. It's not the tale I'm here to tell. I I wore them in, in, in every sense of the word they fit. But as the day went on, I just felt more and more uncomfortable. And it's like, I could make it work. I could make these pants work, but I just, I feel better in my new pants. And I thought it was just kind of cool, like an analogy for our lives and how you know, like when we try to fit in places we've outgrown or, we try, or we're or we holding so tightly to the known and the life that we have, even though everything in our world is showing us that it's time to move on or that the ship has sailed or this partnership needs to end. And, you know, I can think about it in a lot of different times in my life. Like, you know, when my partnership was ending, it was like, but these pants fit me. Like, I, these are my pants. I wear them. This is what I feel good in not knowing that I could feel better, not knowing that there was a more expansive, comfortable pant out there for me. And I don't know, I, I think that that in terms of our lives, we can be so, you know, like, just like comfortable with the familiar and, you know, having like our lives take turns that we maybe don't anticipate or want them to take or not really realizing that like how much we've grown since we've been you know, in this old salon or this old place that we used to work and really realizing like how much we've grown and how we don't fit the same. Like we can make it work, right? Like we can, we can make where we are work, but it's not as comfortable as it used to be. It just, it, we don't fit the same way into the environment, into the relationships. And I think sometimes we can get down on ourselves, you know what I mean? And like, it was just this very freeing moment yesterday to be like, I'm not, I'm gonna go back to my new pants. I like them better. Like, yeah, in the beginning of the day they fit great. By the end of the day, they're a little too big. But you know, I I I don't like how I feel in my old pants. And I don't how ha- you know. It's like you can think about your old life or your old you know or like past pre COVID salon or whatever. And it's like you know they talk about nostalgia and it's like we can miss things. You know, nostalgia they say is like missing something that. think it's like maybe never was what you're remembering it to be. And I definitely have experienced that in my life where I feel like I missed something. But when I really look at what I missed, it's almost like I've built a version in my head of the experience that was a little more rose colored than the experience was. You know, I don't know if you've ever had that experience too, but you know, I think about like my childhood home that my parents had before they got divorced. I remember when we were a little older and the house was for sale and we went back in to look at it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, like I thought I had this huge room with my sister and we would jump from each other's beds and it was this like pink room and it was like a palace." And I remember going in the room and being like, "Do two beds even fit in here? Were they the beds touching?" you know? And I think that Our imaginations can kind of go wild on what things used to be like and can almost play tricks with our head about where we are today because, you know, we can build something up and I think a lot of it has to do with how we felt about it, right? Like, you know, you think about like my childhood room, it felt like it was like from the vantage point I saw it from, it was like this really amazing, cool big girl room. I remember having like glass doors on my closet. And that felt like, I literally felt like it was like a castle and it was big and in my head. And it's like, that's so cool that that's the attachment that I had to it. And that's the meaning that I gave it. But by no means was it the actual like look of it. And I think sometimes in our salons, we can do that too. You know, like I think back to, you know, like my first salon and it's like, that's like, you know, that first love of your life, you know, it's like, I thought I was going to work there forever. And so one of my kind of kiss of death things that I do is I, I put rose colored glasses on. I see things through this lens that is a little bit more whimsical than maybe uh, the situation really is. And that's something that has um, kind of gotten in my way in my life of, of, of being able to see things for what they truly are versus, the story that I've attached to the situation. Um, and that that has been something that, I don't know, I feel like I see things in people and I, I you know, like that whole thing of like falling in love with potential. I think rose colored glasses can um, help you to do that very swiftly. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just, that the, the way that I felt yesterday and the way that I was like, I just had this very like, I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fit, I don't fit the same. Like, yeah, like this, I can make this work. Like I can keep working here or I can keep, you know, plugging along and fitting, trying to fit in, but I don't fit the same anymore. I think that's uh, just something that I think a lot of us, it's a freeing thing. Like even as simple and stupid as my pants go, it's like, I feel free just being like, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not going to keep these and I'm going to, you know, like, Someone's gonna go into a secondhand store and be like, oh my god, I love Everlane. And they're gonna just go buck wild when they see all my old pants. And they're gonna hopefully fit great in them. And it's kind of like, you know, letting things go. I think sometimes we hold on to things and we hold on to these pants or we hold on to this job or we hold on to these people because, you know, we, you know, are loyal people, or we 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 have like, you know, like. These preconceived notions of, like, well, I mean, I should be able to make this work or I should be strong enough. And I sometimes think that we have strength all wrong. You know, I had a situation with a coworker where their client was really disrespectful to them. And my coworker said to me after, she said, I bet you think less of me. Like you saw me just be treated poorly. And I said, Oh my God no, not at all. I said, I I see so much strength in you because most people could not do their job while being treated the way that you were being treated. And like, hey, let's talk about how we can get this person from being in your chair moving forward. But strength is a lot of times, in my opinion, is, you know, it takes a lot more strength, I told her, to stand in your in who you are and let's, and having someone come at you like that, it takes a lot more strength than people realize, you know, a lot of people could not have done that bang trim while they were being treated the way you were. And you're just a consummate professional, but moving forward, you don't, you, no one deserves to be treated like that. And I don't know, I, I sometimes think we can get so hard on ourselves and down on ourselves. And, um, you know, you know, if you're in a situation where you're like, I think I should be able to like fix this with my boss, or I should be able to, make it work here. And it's like, I think we all need to just call a spade a spade. For the most part, anyone that's like doing personal development, anyone that's like listening to podcasts, trying to better themselves, it's not not working because you're not working hard enough. Right? It's like, my pants don't not fit because I'm not living a healthy lifestyle or I'm not putting enough work in. It's like, it just, it doesn't fit anymore. And I can sit here and I can perseverate over it and I can feel bad about it. Or I can just be like, fuck it. I got pants that fit great and I feel good in them. And I think that can be translated into, I could continue working here in this environment feeling small and like just a sausage in my, in my jeans. Or I can be like, I can be somewhere where I'm celebrated or I enjoy my own company. I can be alone because I don't want to be around this abuse or this, um, treatment or around these people that, uh, I don't feel aligned with anymore. And I think a lot of times that's what we're talking about. It's like, we know we've grown into people. We've grown into ourselves to a place where like we no longer fit in around the people we're around. And it can be lonely, right? It's like, it's, it's, that's the part of it that it's like, I think about the life that I get to have today. And I think about how, you know, I was out with friends last night and coworkers and getting froyo, and I was, you know, walking past my old business. And I, I was really just like struck by like, whoa, what a little bit of, t- of pain and a little bit of struggle and a lot of alone time on the other side of that. Look at what can it be like look at what's possible. And I share that with you to say like the places you've outgrown, the people you've outgrown, the pants you've outgrown, there is something on the other side of it, but don't be so busy looking for what's on the side, other side of it that you miss out on the middle, which is the part that makes all of the other side possible. And there's such a middle part to my story of, you know, being alone in my space and creating, you know, getting to know myself, doing work on myself that laid a solid foundation for everything that has come and will continue to come. And I don't know if there's enough focus on that, of that, the messy middle of being alone, of, of, of knowing, of learning about who you are and what you're about and what is, essential in your life. It's like your, your code of conduct, your values, like in living them and just like embodying them and then watching what happens when you live that out and who comes into your life and, um, and how it all comes to pass. And I think that that middle section, the one that we don't really talk about, the one that people are like, you know, they see the business you have or they see the life you have, but they don't see how much of it was done in just, I don't know if it's not solidarity, but just how much of it was done just secluded, quiet, and just with me getting clear and learning to honor myself. And then from that place, having all of what's coming into my life, being things that I'm able to accept and, you know, take on and appreciate and to have in my life without losing myself in in other people and the perspective that being alone and the perspective that having a family and a baby on my career and how much it's given me a vantage point that allows me to be more relaxed and more open and also more clear on what I'm doing and where I'm going. I think that there is a lack of understanding in most people's stories that you're admiring around what actually created the environment and uh, for the opportunities that you're admiring. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know, it's just having my old pants on and walking by my old studio with, with my new friends. I, uh, and they're not all new, you know, some have been in my life and come back and, you know, stuff like that. But it's like, wow, wow. It just made me so reflective as I cut myself out of my jeans last night of just how, how cool life can be when you show up and do the work that your life is guiding you to do. Uh, it's just, it's pretty amazing. And, uh, yeah, keep, keep going because, if it's anything like my life, it involves froyo and friends on the other side. So hang in there, have a wave making day, and I can't wait to talk to you guys next week.